The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I shop Sheriff. You're now on patrol with Sheriff Joe Baggs. I shot the sheriff. Welcome back to another edition of On Patrol with Sheriff Joe Baggs. I am Sheriff Joe Baggs. With me today, a very special guest from the band Children of Eden out in the Los Angeles area, Adrian Meza. How's it going, man? Going good, man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's a it's way too freaking hot out in Colorado, but I know that talking to you LA folk out there that I sound ridiculous cuz it's only about 60 degrees out here right now. Yeah, that does sound pretty crazy. 60 degrees is sweater weather for weather for us. Oh man, I'm in shorts right now. It's it's ridiculous. I'm I'm very much not in LA. I can tell you that much. Yeah, no. I I always see your post about how it's 70 degrees and you're burning. And I'm just like, huh, 70 degrees is, like, perfect for us. Man, no, that's, it's, it's too hot, all right? <laughs> too hot. I guess, <laughs> you know, I'm going to need, I'm going to need to get used to it, I guess, because, you know, I feel like, I feel like someday I'm going to need to move to Los Angeles. It's going to be progressively more difficult for me to do this show out here in Colorado. So eventually I'm going to have to just suck it up and do it. I'm going to have, like, one of those portable fans spraying water on myself like all day if I move out there. Yeah, I can already imagine um, a Rams game at night and you're spraying yourself with water while everyone else is fine. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens, man, but I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be ridiculous. I'll be like that that loser out there like in like a tank top and shorts and stuff and everybody's going to be like in a sweater. So, I you know, it'll be okay though. I I think it'll be okay. But <laughs> but Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll stick, you'll stick out for sure. Oh, 100% I'm going to stick out in LA. No doubt about it at all. <laughs> but speaking of Los Angeles and these Rams, I just got a couple of questions here for you about these Rams. First of all, I want to know what are your initial thoughts about this new coaching staff that we have? Honestly, I love it. It looks like an offensive coaching staff, and that's something that we've been lacking in for a while now. And uh, I'm very excited for Sean McVay and to see what he can bring to the Rams. You know, I'm just excited for all this. I think Jared Goff is finally going to have that year with the addition of Andrew Whitworth, um, being able to protect him. So I'm very excited for this uh, to see what this new coaching staff can do for us. It's a, it's a very exciting time, you know, moving on from that kind of stuck-in-their-way coaching staff, it feels like, and kind of uh, coming in now into 2017 with, you know, a fresh young coach, all that stuff. So seems to be a little bit more exciting now. But, you know, we've seen some, some free agents be signed already, you know, all the way from Andrew Whitworth all the way down to guys like Aaron Murray. Uh, what's What's one guy that you're really the most excited about that the Rams have brought in? I'm very excited to see Robert Woods. He looks like a very versatile wide receiver that can play both outside and in the slot. You know, I've seen some crazy catches that he has had already. Very impressed with the with the signing. I'm very happy with the signing of him. And hopefully with him being on the field, it'll open up um, some room for Taylon Austin. 
to get open. You know, you know, he's, he has some really, really good moves. Just unfortunately has been, has not been able to get as much as we'd like him to get. So I'm very, very excited with Robert Woods. Yeah, I mean, uh, Woods is a is a great addition to this, you know, the wide receiver core there. But, you know, I, I really do. I'm, I'm on the fence that uh, Tavon Austin's going to have a big year with coaches that actually um, are not, you know, stuck in 1985. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. <laughs> so i got to ask, uh, we all have our rituals. We all have our, our superstitions, if you will. What does a regular game day look like for you? Well, see, this is what I do. You know, I usually wear a Rams hat with uh, my jersey, and I'll wear it um, forward with the lid uh, facing forward, and if I see that the offense is struggling, I'll flip it backwards. That didn't do a lot of good uh, for us this um, year. Maybe you should keep it forward. It did not. It, yeah, I was flipping my hat a lot. And yeah. <laughs> if, I see that the offense is, if I see the offense is still struggling, I'll flip it again. Um, man, you must have had like a swirl on your head. Oh yeah, there was a there was a big red mark. <laughs> so is that is that it? Is that like your only ritual? Well, I also listened to this um this one song called uh, Blue and Gold. Some I don't know who made it, but it was years ago when Bradford was still on the team. And you know, it talks about the city of St. Louis, but I mean, that's one song I do listen to very often before um any games. Okay, we got a few cool Ram songs. Uh, you know, a couple that are played regularly here. I know there's an artist actually from Colorado Springs from my neck of, wo- neck of the woods that that usually like once a year puts out like a new Rams rap with like the new roster and stuff. That's really cool. I always look forward to that one. And then uh, we got the cover song that I've played on here before. The the Rams are back in town. There's all kinds of Rams songs, man. I've got the whole playlist that I rock on game days like while I'm driving to go watch. It's that's some good stuff. Um, next up, I, I have to ask everybody this. The Rams play at the Denver Broncos in 2018, and you know, Sheriff Joe Bags, I will be there. Is there any chance you're going to make the trip to Denver for that game? 2018, why not, man? I mean, I'm pretty sure you'll let me crash at your place, right? Dude, why not, man? We'll have a whole... Yeah, it, this is the Ram cave. There's not a wall in my apartment that doesn't have Ram stuff on it. There we go, yeah, and I'll take my cat, too, so our cats can get along. (laughs) Oh, friends for Colonel Carl, right on. Yeah, man, but, I mean, I've always wanted to visit Denver. You know, I um, just by looking at pictures, the trees look amazing. You know, I like green, and just thankfully recently we've got that in Southern California due to all the rain, but I would like to see big trees. (laughs) Now, when you say green, you're talking about the trees? trees like actual pine trees or oh, okay because uh, colorado and california are pretty popular for another kind of green substance <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> i just had to clarify that so um and my final question for you here before we get to apparently something very interesting is you know the we know the 2017 opponents i know it's early i know we still have the draft to go through what are your predictions for this season? I think we can win 10 games, you know, with the impression that I've gotten from Sean McVay, and I'm very impressed with him. Yeah, people say he's young, but he's a football guy. He grew up with football. So I think we can win a minimum of 10 games, you know, and by that I mean, you know, sweeping Seattle again. Yep, I said it. You heard it here, sweeping Seattle again. And just, you know, people are going to underestimate us very much, and we're going to show everyone that the Rams are, are not anyone to mess around with this year. Man, I freaking hope so. It's been way too long. It's been half my life. Yeah, man. Half of my and life. Man, uh, you know, 
Yeah, I, I usually get grumpy after uh, losing so much, you know, and uh, my wife doesn't even like talking to me after we lose. <laughs> That's fair. That's <laughs> to, it's my understanding that there is like an M. Night Shyamalan style twist coming to this interview. So I yes, think yes, there is. I say so, uh, let's unleash like, this beast. Okay, so I actually, you know, have some questions for you, Joe. Oh, bring it on, man! Bring it on. Are you are you ready for it? So ready. Okay, cool. Okay, um, you know, one of them is already a question you asked me, but uh, who is your favorite free agent that we've signed so far? My favorite free agent that we've signed so far is is the signing of Andrew Whitworth, the big one, the big name there. And that's simply because, first of all, the Rams usually don't go after the big names like that. And that's always a very unfortunate thing that, you know, we never got to see you know, these big names or anything like that. I know he's a little bit older, but the Rams clearly needed help on that offensive line and especially at that left tackle position. So I think bringing Whitworth in, I mean, I know it's a Band-Aid fix. I know it's a temporary fix, but it's one hell of a temporary fix for these next uh, couple of years to help out that run game, to help out Jared Goff. So Andrew Whitworth, to me, is the is my favorite signing. Yeah, he gave up less pressures in two years than Greg Robinson gave up in one year. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so question number two. Which free agent did you want the Rams to sign that we did not? Ooh, that's a good one. And it's an easy question for me. Uh, I wanted A.J. Boyer, you know, formerly of the Houston Texans. That dude only had one interception last year, so I know that that's not, you know, something that jumps out, you know, right along with Trumaine Johnson, who only had one. So if you watch the film on Boyer, then that's when you really see this guy's raw talent. He's a great corner He's, you know, stuck to his guy on every route. So it's unfortunate to see him go to Jacksonville instead of L.A. Yeah, it's, it is unfortunate. I was hoping we would sign him, but you know what? It happens. You know, we got to move forward with uh, who else we can get. True. Okay, so there is, a, you know, a lot of people were not satisfied with um, the Rams switching to the blue and white. You know, many people wanted the blue and yellow. So I got to ask you, what do you prefer, the blue and white or the blue and yellow? Ooh, put me on the spot, and you're gonna make some fans hate me. I guess. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. I'm, a, I'm, I'm about to start a civil war between Rams fans. Uh, yeah, that's well, that's something I guess we're used to in these recent years. But yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? I actually, I really do like the blue and white. I think it looks really classy. I think it's nice. You know, I, a lot of people say it's too much like the Colts, but it's like the darker blue than the Colts. So I actually, and I think it looks really clean. I really like the way the helmets look. The blue and yellow will always hold a really special spot in Rams history. But I think, you know, returning to L.A. and, you know, with, with everything that's going on, trying to to revamp everything, I don't, think the Rams should go back to anything. I think that the Rams should go anew and, you know, shift their focus. They were only blue and white for a very short time, so it is kind of like a new thing. Blue and yellow is really what the Rams are known for historically, and uh, I refuse to call the blue and gold St. Louis colors. They're just Rams colors to me, but, you know, it is a shift of, you know, returning back to Los Angeles shedding those colors, you know, everything is changing right now. We have a brand new quarterback, brand new, almost entire coaching staff, you know, brand new stadium coming up. So I really like the idea of changing to blue and white. It's, you know, the 
a new era for the Rams, and that's why I like the blue and white. Wow, good answer, man. I was not expecting that. I <laughs> I also love the blue and white. You know, when we wore it against Seattle, you know, I didn't really like how it looked with the uniform because the pants still had the gold streak. Yeah, it looked man, ridiculous oh, man. against Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Man, those those helmets did look good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember for the first time seeing the helmet and actually knowing that we were going to wear those. It was on Kenny Britt's Snapchat. He posted him wearing wearing that helmet, and I was like, "Ooh, okay." And you know, it's kind of it's going to look a little bit weird, probably. I think the the new uniforms, as they stand now, with the blue and white pants, blue and white helmet, I think they look good with the current jersey. But you know, I'm I am excited to see where it goes. Uh, it's not even official that the Rams are going to be blue and white. You know, come 2019, but it's looking that way. I would I would say it's a safe bet to say that the Rams will be blue and white. But the helmets. Man, those helmets are sweet. They've got mini helmets on eBay. I have to buy one. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm going to have to get one. Yeah, two, maybe three. Yeah, they got the the new the brand new helmet, you know, mini helmet with with the white mask and everything. So, I need I need one for sure. Oh, yeah, okay. So, this question is going a little a little way back, you know, back to the Super Bowl era. Okay. okay so, do you do you think we could have made it to the Super Bowl with Trent Green starting at quarterback and not Kurt Warner? Yes, 100%. And to elaborate on that is another, I guess, unpopular Rams opinion because I do love Kurt Warner. Uh, he was able to bring the Rams a Super Bowl, but you know, historically, you look at his overall career. You look at he goes to the Giants, didn't really have any weapons out there, got benched. Uh, but for the Rams, obviously, he had you know Marshall Falk, Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt. Uh, he leaves the Giants, goes to the Cardinals, where he's got Larry Fitzgerald, Anquan Bolden, and you know Edron James behind him, and goes to another Super Bowl. So as I do love Kurt Warner, I love his story. I, I don't think that you know you can you can even compete with that story. It's amazing what he was able to do. You know, going from you know stock and shelves and stuff like that to to winning a Super Bowl. I think that's absolutely incredible. And I, and Kurt Werner also is just an incredible guy. So I think he deserves credit for that too. But like I had said in that that example that I gave, I don't think it was it was Kurt Warner who won the Super Bowl. I think that the Rams were set up to win that year, and I think Trent Green would have done it as well. I also think he would have done it too. You know, Isaac Bruce is my all-time favorite Ram, so just throw it to him and he'll catch it. Absolutely. Marshall Falk was mine. Marshall Falk is my hero. I've got his rookie card and a plaque right in front of my face right now. His, uh, nice. his action figure right in front of my face. Yeah, he's, that's my guy. <laughs> Seems like a little too much, but to each their own, right? <laughs> hey, man, if you saw my apartment, it fits right in, all right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, which player in the draft do you want to see the Rams select? You know... I, I do my best to avoid predictions, but with players that I want, that's totally I'm totally down to answer that. The player that I want yeah. the Rams to take, and I know that there's there's needs in other other positions, but I want Jabril, Jabril Peppers. I think this dude is a defensive superstar. You know, watching him play all last year at Michigan, the dude's a playmaker. I think he would fit in fit in well with Wade Phillips. He could play that safety position. He can come in, play in the box. I think he would be the perfect replacement for TJ McDonald, who the Rams are losing this offseason. Oh, well, that was fast for you to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Football is life, man. I know all this stuff already. What you got? You got any hard ones? Uh, yeah, I actually do have a hard one, but before I get to that one, I actually wanted to say that, I don't know if you remember, but I messaged you a while back saying that the Rams were going to select Juju Smith-Schuster from USC. 
You and I still that. believe that to this day. I still believe that to this day. I'm an SC fan, and I would love to see him stay put. That would be cool, man. Okay, so this is... These are two questions left. One of them is a little difficult than the other. So I'll go ahead and I'll ask you the easy one right now. Which team do you dislike most in the NFL? Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks? Easy. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> easy. And it's not because they win games. That, that has nothing to do with it. It's it's the attitude that they have, you know, this this whole we're better than everybody else kind of attitude. And I think it really stems from Richard Sherman. And, yeah, I try not to hate too much, but it's it's so frustrating to watch these guys talk. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the, the aura that they have about them is just agitating. There's no there's nothing humble about the Seattle Seahawks, and I think that's what I dislike about them. Yeah, I actually hate the San Francisco 49ers, especially after the Harbaugh era. You know, I respect Harbaugh as a coach. I actually wanted him to go to the Rams, but I just thought the players were obnoxious. And then my younger brother, he's also a 49ers fan, so I had to hear from him as well. So I hate the 49ers' bottom line. Uh, it's, it's rough right now, especially, too. I, I have this this 49ers fan that I see regularly and every time I see him has to mention that that the Rams could not beat the the 49ers this year and no matter how bad they were that the Rams could not get the better of them and that sucks Yeah, I have to hear that as well. Uh what's this hard one you've okay. been you've been teasing? Okay, we're taking this little throwback to your earlier shows, but here's the hard question. What type of cheese is your favorite cheese? <laughs> what type of cheese is my favorite cheese? Yeah. Okay, that's it, it's actually an easy one because me, Sheriff Joe Bags, I am lactose intolerant, so I actually do not eat yes, cheese. I, I, yeah, I know that. I, well, I, I knew you were lactose intolerant, but I know uh, plenty of people who are lactose intolerant that still eat cheese. That's, <laughs> I guess that's that's fair. I mean, you know, there are ways to still eat cheese. There's, like, medications and stuff around it. Um, so if I had to answer you, I would just say that any cheese that's on top of a pizza, because that's usually the only cheese that I eat. And pizza's, there we pizza go. is life. Come on now. Pizza, pizza is life. Pizza is life. Pizza is life. I agree with you 110%. No amount of allergies will stop me from eating pizza, <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> All right, man. So, you know, I understand. Yeah, for anybody who's listening who might not know, you are the drummer of Children of Eden. Correct. That's correct. I am the drummer. I do pound stuff with sticks. That is, that is aggressive. That is an aggressive way to say that. But, <laughs> but uh, so I want to ask, um, do, you know, is there anything cool coming up that that people can come see you guys? Well, actually, yeah. You know, we do have a, a festival. Sorry, a festival on May 13th called Punk Family Values. Um, as of right now, it's going to be located in the San Bernardino Inland Empire area. Uh, more information will be released released soon on our Facebook page, so keep an eye out for that. And, you know, and what's, and, what's uh, the URL for that? It's facebook.com slash Children of Eden, right? I believe it's Children of Eden, or COE1. We're currently right now in the studio working on our third studio uh, EP called uh, Garden Variety Volume 2. It's a sequel to Garden Variety Volume 1, our very, very first demo that I had sent you before. Yes, I remember that. You can check out our music for free on uh, ReverbNation.com forward slash Children of Eden. Awesome. You're going to have to do that. 
Yeah, you can listen to our latest album called Headcount. It's a very, very good album, if I might say. I Personally, I think the drumming is the best part, but hey, to each their own, right? <laughs> Everybody's the best at what they do, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I wanted to thank our good friend slash producer slash manager, uh, Dr. Aaron Hart, for producing the album for us. He is a legend in the making. That's awesome, man. So uh, so you got the, the reverb nation, all that stuff. Is there anywhere else that, uh, that we can find your music? Yeah, we're also on Instagram. It's a pretty long name. It's children underscore of underscore Eden underscore official. And we are on there religiously. Awesome. I think I, I don't even think I follow. That. I'm gonna have to do that as well. So um, ouch. I, I know, right? I'm very sorry. So uh, what song are we going to hear tonight? It's actually our self-titled song. It's called Children of Eden. And in, right now, I believe it's our number one song. Awesome, man. That would be great. Uh, thank you, man, so much for sitting down with me. I really appreciate it. I know we've been talking about this for quite some time. So finally, we were able to find some time and, and sit down. Oh, Joe, this is my pleasure, man. You know, I would love to help the sheriff whenever I can. I'm, not, I'm no deputy or no sheriff, so anything, anything I can do to help the law enforcement of the Rams is a pleasure to me. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Anything you want to say before I let you go? Yeah, I wanted to give a shout out to my wife Patricia and my son Sammy. You know, get ready for uh, one hell of a year by the Rams, guys. Awesome, man. Thanks again for sitting down with me. Thank you all of you who have listened. Now here is Children of Eden by Children of Eden.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion? Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.